What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Basketball Studios Podcast. So today I'm joined with my co-host Alex, and we're going to be talking about the winners and losers of this 2019 NBA offseason. So we're going to bounce around from team to team, um, see who we think's winners, see who we think is losers, and just go from there. So let's start off with the Miami Heat. What do you think about the Miami Heat? I mean, they, they signed Jimmy Butler, so I guess you can consider them a winner. But uh, overall... I don't think they improve that much. I don't think they'll be that successful of a team. They have Jimmy Butler and not that much else, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, like, you get rid of Hassan Whiteside and Dwayne Ra- then Dwayne Wade uh, retires. Josh Richardson goes in that Philadelphia trade. And then it's like they got Jimmy Butler. So I feel like they pretty much, like, let go of everything that equals to Jimmy Butler. So they're going to be, like, another, like, 47 win Oh, I don't even think, I don't think they're going to have 47 wins. Possibly, like. With Kelly Olynyk, and then you still have Justice Winslow, Bam Adebayo, Goran Dragic, Jimmy, and it's in the East, which is a lot more spread out this year. Um, I don't know, maybe forty-seven, maybe just maybe just hitting the forty mark. I don't I, know. Like, yeah, I, I say around the four, like low forties, and think. probably like what six to eighth, six to ninth seed, like nothing in the top five. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, Jimmy Butler, is, I think he's underrated. I think he's really good. Um, he brings everything to the table, so he might make these players better, and someone else might pop up, and uh, who knows? I, I think it's too early to tell, maybe. And there's a lot of, like, the issues with him as far as, like, getting shots, all that, but, I mean, he he doesn't have anybody on the team that would be taking shots away from he's him. He's definitely going to be the like, he's main option. Be, yeah, he's, he's definitely going to be the main scorer, so. Um, the offense will run through him. I guess since we talked about Josh Richardson going to the Philadelphia 76ers, what do you think about Philly? I, I think Philly's going to be a bomb team. They're going to be so good. Have you seen their starting five? Ben Simmons, Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris, Joel. And Al Horford. And Al Horford. Like, that is so big. Their defense is going to be straight clamps. Like, they're – I see defensively they're going to be amazing. And they still have plenty of offense. I mean, like, you can't bully these guys. Like, they're going to bully you. Like, yeah, I they're mean, going to be hard to defend. If you think about it, like, they're big. Like, they're starting lineup, the smallest guy is 6'7, and then, like, the next smallest guy is 6'10. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> like, that's a huge that lineup. And that's insane. The, and I think that's the main reason why they beat the Brooklyn Nets, you know, like, in that playoff series that Brooklyn did take uh, game one, but it's like, you just saw later, later in the series that although Brooklyn had the more, like, more offensive flow just because of the whole, like, they are more spread out as far as point guard, shooting guard, small forward. It's not just a ton of six, eight guys. It's just they just bullied. They just bullied the like, Brooklyn Nets J- with their size. Yeah, like Jarrett Allen got bullied by Joel Embiid. Yeah, and like the Nets last last season didn't have a go to score in the playoffs. Like D'Lo was kind of inconsistent in the playoffs, and like they didn't have that person where you can give them the ball. I felt like and they'll instantly get a bucket, like guaranteed bucket. Yeah, you I know, mean, the only two people is Spencer Dinwiddie and then. D'Angelo Russell, which is like that's like too like I seventy percent trust, but it's not like oh I'm giving the ball to the hands of Kawhi. Yeah, like or like, <laughs> like you know he's gonna score. Yeah, you, you know, know it's not like Kevin Durant, Kawhi, which I know I'm naming like top five guys in the league, but, but like the same that's time, what it is. It's it's exactly what it is, and there's like I would trust Jamal Crawford more than any one of them. <laughs> Forty year old Jamal Crawford, I'm still trusting well, to get a nice half court he's uh, game winner. Yeah, I mean he had what fifty in his last game. That that is just insane. I, I have Philadelphia as losers just for the fact that they have Al Horford on a four year, I think a hundred nine million dollar contract, which is a lot of money for somebody that's so old. No, it's I, not. It's it's not a hundred percent comparable to Chris Paul's four year one sixty, 
obviously since it's what 50 million dollars more 51 million dollars more but it's like he's getting a good 20 i don't know the math like a good like 27 million dollars a year around there so, something like that but they're and in he's win- like 34 they're in win now mode they're yeah, truly they trying to win now and if they win now <laughs> then it'll make up for having a bad salary down the road but if they don't win now, they don't look bad in a couple of years, and people will be like face palming, like "What the heck were you thinking?" Yeah. But if it if they're successful and win, then people will be like, "That was a good move." So yeah. it it's, it all depends if he can hold up, you know, if how, how his uh, you know, how much he decreases in his like success. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. You, you know what I'm trying to say? As he like declines. As he declines, like yeah. how much is he going to decline and how fast? But if he's still product like as productive as he was on the Celtics. Then I, I mean, think, I see it as a win. He's a very like, although he's not. Whenever you watch him play defense, it's not like, wow, look at that defensive play. It's more he doesn't make defensive errors. No, yeah. Like you just see him; he's always doing the right thing on defense. His switches, his hedges. Well, um, yeah, he's not going to get the crazy block all the time. Yeah, he's I mean, not going to get, get the Jared block, Allen LeBron but, block. But, like but, sc- screens, pick and rolls. He can sometimes guard people outside in like the three point line. He's long. Yeah, I mean, he's he's an overall good defender. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would just say losers for that contract, but if you're going to talk the next two to three years, I would definitely say winners. And the East is up for grabs. Like, any team could win, like, in the East. I think I have Philadelphia as favorites in the Phil- East. Yeah, Philly, there's – I would probably say they are the favorites now that, you know, Toronto doesn't have Kawhi, how they lost Kawhi. And, and right now the Nets don't have Kevin Durant that's healthy. So, yeah, I mean – that's true. I. I think that Philadelphia will be in the finals this I would, year. I would definitely say next season we can talk about the Brooklyn Nets now. I have them as winners. I'm guessing you do too. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, excuse the squeaky chair in the background. I'm sorry about that, guys. <laughs> um, but obviously next season for the what 20, the 2020-2021 season. Is that? No, 2019-2020 yeah. seasons. Yeah, that's next season. What am I, what am I saying? For that season, obviously, they're not going to go too far. Probably second round, maybe first round, mattering how the seedings all go. But 2020-2021, that's where they're going to show that they're winners. I don't care if, if Kevin Durant's 60%, he's still giving you a good 20, bucket. Yeah, no, like, yeah. And he's, he's just one of those guys, you give him the ball and he will score. And it's not like him tearing his Achilles is not that much of a worry to me. Okay, yeah, his defense may decline a lot. Or even will it? Like he's still going to be athletic. He's still going to be agile, and at the same time, he's still seven feet tall. And it's not like his shooting is going to go away. He can still shoot over the top of you at any mm-hmm. given moment. So it's not like like he gets thirty two so easily. Like oh, you'll yeah, look at he, the you'll look at the stat sheet and be like, when did he get he, sixteen buckets? He's like, he's op. He's yeah. truly op. He's like, a seven footer with the handles of a guard. Like if he was Russell Westbrook oh, with an goodness. Achilles. That would be a lot more scary. Why? Because oh, you're yeah. undersized. You base your game off athletic ability. But with Kevin Durant, all he has to do is jab step, maybe a little like hezzy, and maybe a little crossover, whatever. No. And it's it's a bucket. Well, I'll say he does depend a little bit on athleticism. I think his athleticism is a little underrated. He's an athletic dude. He can beat you off the dribble and stuff. No, he's super athletic. I just don't think he uses it. I you know not as much as a player. Not like as much Westbrook, as he as like he could obviously. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think Brooklyn with – they saw Spencer Dinwiddie on the bench um, coming in whenever, you know, D'Angelo Russell sits down. Joe Harris, which is going to knock down every three for you. Defensive liability, though. Jared Allen's blocking everybody. He blocked Giannis, James Harden, and LeBron last season. But, I mean, like, he, he, he's going to get bullied by a guy like Joel. <laughs> like, he will get bullied by them. But then you also have, uh, instead of, what, Ed Davis or who was their starting – who was their starting small forward last season? Hot, uh, 
Rondé Hollis Jefferson. So, yeah, I think so. And so. like they had Karuks or whatever his name is, Karuk Goose, and, Jared Dudley. They they got rid of all those like slow guys. They now they have DeAndre Jordan, which is going to help out a lot whenever you go against Philadelphia. See, yeah, no, he can. He'll be able to guard Joel better than Jared can. That's for yeah. sure. You know, one one bright side about Kevin Durant being injured, they'll give more uh, offensive attention to Karis LeVert. So. They'll give him time to like regain his confidence and because in the he, beginning of the season he averaged he, nineteen. Yeah, he was looking like what D'Lo looked like at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. like he was looking like the man on the Nets. Yeah. And so now they'll give him time to get some confidence back. And you might see like a low key big three with Kyrie, Karis Lever, and KD. Not yeah. saying they're going to be a big three. I hate to say that, but like, like you know, like oh shoot, they're all balling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I would say these as losers, since we're kind of in the Eastern Conference talking about the top teams, the Milwaukee Bucks. They just because of really, contracts, and they didn't get better. It's contracts, and they kind of just stayed stagnant. Yeah, they got like Robin Lopez coming off the bench, but that doesn't mean too much. That I don't think means a single it doesn't, thing. It doesn't mean a single thing. He's going to give you, what, five points and three rebounds Well, he's going to give bench. you like two putbacks. <laughs> and yeah. like, and a beat back. up on the uh, beat up on the yeah. mascot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not nothing else. He's he's not to hate on him, but like, yeah. Unless he can shoot threes like his brother, all he's sudden, just an energy player. But I mean, it's the Lopez has not always been good at threes, but like, I trusted <laughs> him on a pick and pop any day, like well, no matter what year it was. Yeah, I saw like a stat like he shot more threes last season than he did in his whole entire career. Yeah, there, and it was like Something more than, and it, it was like more than he's like, and it talked about all these like three point shooters in the league right now, how he shot better percentages on more attempts. Yeah, which is kind of crazy, but I mean, Giannis, he still needs to improve his jump shot, not as much as Ben Simmons does. Um, I, I have a question. What's up? What What do you think about? Giannis saying he's only at his 60% right now. I would say like 80. You think he's at his 80%? Like the only thing, like I think a lot of times like people think that players get a lot better, which I think they just get more comfortable. Like I think Giannis, instead of getting better, yes, three-point shots going to get better. He might get a couple more, hand, like a little bit more handles, a couple more go-to moves, which I think he needs a lot. Mm-hmm. But other than that, he's already freaky athletic. His tendencies are going into the paint, so you don't need that much skill if you're just a post. Like, obviously, you need skill as far as footwork, fakes, all that, but you don't need to have these swift handles, all that type of stuff. Um, I would say, like, maybe not 60, because that's low, but 75 maybe. Well, just just imagine Giannis if he could shoot threes, like, consistently. Like, KD could, you know, like... But, like, how good is he really going to get from three? Because I know, like... He'll be in... Then he'll be... I feel like he'd be unstoppable, you know... If he can just get a shot to where people have to come out on him. Yeah, like, if he's shooting 35%, a respectable number... I was going to say 35. It's like, all right, I need to guard him from outside. Now he can drive on you. Yeah. And then if you sag off a little bit... That he can maybe shoot, but I think he'll never be a good contested three point shooter in yeah. his career ever. Yeah, I mean, he like, just doesn't. Something about the way I hate to say the way he looks, but like he doesn't no, look like a three point shooter. No, I think shooter. that too. I his think arms are way, too long. I don't know. His hands are huge. His arms are super long, and it's just like I just think with the way his body is, I just think with some players in the NBA, like your body doesn't allow for a good jump shot. I don't think Shaq would ever have been able to be a good shooter in the league, no matter how Co- much he practiced. Compared to a player like Curry or Clay Thompson, like because he can't put Shaq cannot put arc on the ball because he's pretty much shooting a line drive. Mm-hmm. Because whenever you're seven feet tall, then once you put those arms up and you're probably what that probably reaches at eight and a half feet, you're a foot and a half away from touching the rim. Like you, 
Like, it's not – you don't put that much arc on the ball. It's just, like, this line drive. And I think that's why bigs are so bad at free throw shooting. But we're digressing a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but right. Bucks, I think losers, Chris Middleton's contract is what killed them. Oh, I, I agree. And they, I'm pretty sure they have uh, – what's his name? Eric uh, – I think they have Bledsoe for Bledsoe. the next couple Bledsoe. of years for, like, 17 a year. But yeah, Bledsoe – isn't Bledsoe on a pretty big contract too? I think so. I mean, I, I know it's – High in the double digits. I don't know if it's. I think it might be twenty four. I don't know. I don't know his contract, you know, but I know it's nothing like affordable. You know the Milwaukee, like Bledsoe, Middleton. They're great players, but they're inconsistent. If they played like at their all star level twenty four seven, then I'd be like more. Then I'd agree with their contract more. Yeah. But they're streaky, inconsistent. Some nights Middleton will just fall off, and other yeah. nights he'll be there. And Bledsoe, he's either going to give you. 13 and 5 or he's going to give you 18 and 12 like you just yeah. never know what you're going to get out of him he's never going to go for like a crazy stat line maybe here and there but you don't know if he's just going to have like double digit points super low assists or if he's going to be double double machine which is kind of sad because I really like Bledsoe like as a player he's like a bulldog mm-hmm. um, and just so you guys know I know we're like 13 minutes in we're not going to go through all 30 teams and give us like and give like a 15 minute segment about them it's going to be like like Bulls, all right, they didn't do anything. Suns, they got Kelly Oubre. Hey, what I, do? I have a team that no one has been talking about. Mm-hmm. Mavericks. Mavericks. No, no one's been talking about. I think people forgot how good Kristaps was. Kristaps was amazing. That and like, I think he's going to be perfectly fine coming off this ACO. Yeah, I he. he I would like give him time. Give him a good like forty games of just trying to get back into the groove. But I think once. Game fifty five hits. He's gonna be killing it. The thing is, he can he can shoot. He can drive. He can do. He's like a KD. He's yeah. a he's a white version of KD. Pretty much, yeah. And taller. <laughs> and and taller. He and imagine four, three to four inches taller. Luca, him, like that would be a good team. They still have Tim Hardaway. Tim Hard- Jr. Yes, I was about to say that Tim Hardaway. That's a good team. That that's a good team, and it's just developing too. Like those are just a couple pieces for the future. These guys are what twenty four and yeah. younger. How old is Kristaps? Like he's like twenty three or twenty four. Twenty three, twenty four, and yeah. then Luca's twenty. Yeah, but no, he is is Luca twenty? Even twenty? He's nineteen twenty. Nineteen twenty. Yeah. he can't drink yet. That's all I know. Yeah, so uh, unless he probably can't. Somebody's probably like he's twenty seven. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean, he looks like he could drink. <laughs> no, His that, mom, though. that 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 team is good. That yeah, team will I be think, good. And a lot of people were kind of weird with, like, Mark Cuban giving Kristaps the max contract extension. This is my thing. If you let Kristaps go and why he we... becomes what you think Kristaps was, then 15 years from now we're going to look at Kristaps' career and say, wow, what if he stayed with Luka Dantich? I, I Well, then, like, if they weren't going to sign him to a max, then why even trade for him? And, like, if, if he signed to a max, you already know in two years – that contract's going to be silly because with the way inflation's going, like one contract after a year, a year just looks cheap. So like, if year three, year four, they need to trade him because of his contract, they'll be able to trade him, and they're going to get a lot of return. I'm not worried about Kristaps. I think they're winners. They got him and Doncic for the long run locked in. No, yeah, that's going to be a good team. Um, I guess we could talk about the Knicks since we're talking about Kristaps, and that's his past team. Obviously, losers. I just think it's funny how they stole every single role player away from the Lakers. Yeah, no, they really did. Like, they got all these role players for $15 million a year contracts. Like, Morris, Bullock, They, they, they just threw money at people, honestly, I feel like. They were, because they got desperate. Once they, like, it was like three weeks in, I feel like it was like three weeks into free agency, they had AD, 
And they had LeBron and Kuzma, and literally nobody else was on yeah. the team. Like they were just gonna have to no. go after like like D League players. Yeah. You know, you know, right now I'm saying it. I think the Knicks will make the playoffs in the East. It's kind of wide open though. Yeah, I know, but I think they will. Like they have a lot of really good role players. I think Julius Randle is actually underrated. I know people were laughing at that's their big agent, big free agency signing. But I think, I think it was big. I mean, he averaged. I don't know. What 20, he averaged twenty points like, per game. I think it was like twenty-one and ten or something. Yeah. Still, like that's that's something for the Knicks to actually be proud of. Yeah, I know you guys were expecting to get Zion, KD, and Kyrie, yeah. but you know that that's not how the chips fell. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. I would say the Knicks, like, possibly in the playoffs, but, like, mostly all NBA fans really care about, like, 1 to 5 through the East and then, like, pretty much 1 through, like, 10 through the yeah. West. You know, if, if you're, like, not in the top 3 or 4 in the East, you're definitely not making any noise. You're just there to get your butt yeah, like, in the first yeah, or second Yeah, if you're top 5, like, 5 what? So, who were we just talking? The Mavericks. They're winners. Knicks. I guess are winners, but it's like no, they're, their, they're losers. They're, they're losers, losers, yeah, because they didn't get who they wanted yet. They still got people, and and they do have R.J. Barrett, so it's well, I, don't, I don't know. Well, and, and they had signed all these guys to the two-year deal, so in two years, when a bunch of free agent, uh, they'll have cap space. They'll have cap space again, so at least they have a plan. Um, so who knows? It's just James Dolan needs to go. But anyway, um, I guess we can talk about the Detroit Pistons. I know you got a report on your phone that said that Blake Griffin's in trade talks, which I don't know why. I think they should try to yeah, develop Derek. What is that about? I think they should try to get Reggie Jackson, Derek, Andre Drummond, and um, and Blake Griffin developed as much as possible. But what do you think? You know, I, I like if they trade Blake Griffin, I'd, I'd feel so bad for D Rose because at least with Blake Griffin on the team, they'll make the playoffs, you know? And yeah. who knows? They could make, maybe make it to the second round. Make a little bit of you know noise yeah. and excitement. Something at least to breathe some light. I would say they're winners into though. the Detroit. They're definitely winners. Life. Yeah, no, I, I think they got they D Rose for two years. Two like, years and fifteen. And D Rose last year played great. Yeah, 18, 18, 2 and five off the bench. Yeah, and no. he shot a really good three point percentage too. Yeah, very efficient, but still injury prone. Which I know he's not going to be starting because of that reason. Like Reggie Jackson's still going to be starting, but I wouldn't be surprised if Derek somehow plays more minutes than Reggie. Oh, he's coming off the bench. Kind of like the Lou Williams effect. Um, you're, Next you're, team. Oh, I got one. Oh, you got one? Best team in L.A. The Clippers? No, I'm, I'm asking you. Which, which What is the best team in L.A.? The Clippers. The Clippers? In my opinion, it's the Clippers just for the fact that they're locking everybody up. Yeah. Like everybody is going to be locked up. And their they're depth, defense, and Why, they got all. Am I the only one that feels like everybody forgot Lou Williams plays on the Clippers? Yeah. If I look at these – if I look at, like, SportsCenter – FS1. Like, if I look at any of these sports places or just on Instagram from these Instagram accounts, whenever they post the big three for the Clippers, it's Patrick Beverly, Paul George, and Kawhi. I'm like, no way. why? You can, I swear, if you really? like, do your research on these, like, big three posters or just, like, the like the, the Photoshop cutouts for, like, the covers of YouTube, it's just, like, that, that, they're, doing, they're doing the whole – I don't know if they're just doing that to stay cohesive with the whole defense thing because they're – they're like top three defensive players in the league, but Lou Williams, like I feel like everybody's forgetting that he's on that team. Ma- imagine, you know, Lou Williams is clutch as hell. He's one of those guys. Oh you can, yeah, you can give him. I mean, Kawhi. If you give if you give it to Kawhi or Lou, you're gonna win the game. <laughs> yeah, and I gotta say, you know, last year Paul George, Paul George re- did re- have clutch he, he redeemed himself for being anti-clutch. Yeah. He, I think, he hit multiple game winners last year. Yeah. Um, so I gotta. 
like imagine them in the playoffs like the game's tight you got Lou Williams Kawhi and Paul George on your team like that's instant buckets from all three yeah I know it's like the like I bet Doc Rivers is definitely going to come up with some sort of play where all three can definitely have a chance to get open yeah because that's 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 a threat like it's not like you're handing it off say Kyrie with the Celtics it's like they're giving the ball to Kyrie or like say whenever Kawhi was in Toronto you knew they're going to give it to Kawhi. It's oh, just yeah. how are they going to do it? Now they can give it to three different players, and maybe if it's like point nine left, they just throw a lob to Trez or somebody. Like, but with that whole team, like with defense, like you have Montrez Harrell, Patrick Beverly, Kawhi, Paul George. That's on lockdown. I know somebody's probably yelling at the yelling at their phone right now, saying another name that's on the Clippers. But yeah, that's, that's a lockdown. Like that four right there is. And they have a good coach, you know. They, good coach. I think they're definitely going to get some championships. I, I, you know, Brett, there's so many teams right now that I want to win. I, I, I want I, everybody to win. Like, yeah. there's not one team that I hate anymore. No, no. I, like, if the Warriors are in the finals next season, it's not the same. It's not Kevin Durant, DeMarcus, yeah. and, like, this whole, just, like, the whole hua yeah, with the a, Warriors. There's a couple teams that I'd be happy to see win. I mean, I would like to see the Lakers win. Like, who doesn't want to see L.A. win? I want to see LeBron win. I want to see Paul George win. I want to see Westbrook win. I want to see the Utah Jazz win. Yeah, I think we should talk about So, we're going to settle this. Clippers, winners. Um, you know, we, we didn't talk about L.A., but <laughs> let's just say Clippers winners for now. So I mean, we, well, about, Clippers, we, but... we can talk about Lakers. All right, let's, let's, go to the, let's go to the same, the little brother team. So, okay. Or big brother team since it's the Lakers, but who knows anymore. Yeah. But, Lakers, winners, but so many question marks. Yeah, who who knows how how well the team's gonna work, like chemistry wise, and like their depth is like kind of questionable. Um, it just doesn't seem like every piece fits. Yeah, you know they definitely got desperate and just needed to fill up the roster. Like Boogie's, like you're good, but you're not like Joe Embiid anymore. No, I think Boogie's gonna be underrated next. Season. I think he'll have a good comeback year, but I don't think he's gonna be. Boogie of old. I just think with that whole quad and then with his Achilles and how he's wanting to quit, once you get to that mindset, there's not a lot of like potential for another 25, 13, that, and 5 season, in my opinion. Well, I mean, Paul, or not Paul George, D. Rose was thinking about quitting and he yeah. came back to average 18 and a half points per game. That's um, true. So, I mean, they got the GOAT Alex Caruso back on the team. Um, <laughs> but you got. And another good pickup for them was Avery Bradley. They got Avery Bradley, Danny Green. The D, Dan, Danny Green. That's a huge pickup, which him, in the, him in the finals was so non-existent. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was sad. Like, that he averaged, like, three points a game, if that. Like, his three-point percentage was but, dipped. But at least, he, he, looking back, we can say he played bad, but the Warriors still had to defend him as if he was knocking down every three. I mean, so yeah, he still he spaced can, he the floor. He can still get hot. Like, I didn't, like, lose trust. Like, he lost all powers. I was just – he just played bad. No, he, he did play bad. But, like, teams still had to res- – like, the teams still had to respect his three-point yeah. shot. So, he was still spacing the floor, yeah. which was beneficial. I mean, I would say the Lakers are definitely winners. It's like they're definitely going to make the playoffs next season. It's oh, not like if out. Kyle Kuzma stubs a toe, they're out of the playoffs. And they got Kuzma. Actually, dude, this is going to be – the battle between L.A. – it's gonna be. It's insane. gonna be fun. I just think. It's I just be- think Lakers on defense. Like I don't know if I'm exaggerating it, but like imagine if you're doing a LeBron, a LeBron and Boogie, a LeBron AD pick and roll. No matter who you switch. Okay, so Trez goes on to LeBron and Kawhi goes on to Anthony Davis. It's not like you're getting Stephen Curry, 
switched yeah. on to Anthony Davis. It's like you're still going to get somebody that's a brick wall. I mean, Patrick Beverly is a good defender against 6'10 people, which is kind of crazy because he just gets in your head. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they got Rondo, they got AD, they have Boogie, Kuzma, LeBron. Obviously going to make the playoffs, definitely going to make a lot of noise as long as everybody stays healthy because we know Anthony Davis is not a very um, just durable player. And then you have LeBron, which we don't know. I know a lot of people are talking about the growing and they're all like crazy, but if you think about it, that's like LeBron's first major injury in his 16 years. I don't think know if it, was, it wasn't even major. It wasn't. Like he, he just chilled. Yeah, like it wasn't a big deal. It's, I don't, it's I don't think he cared if he made the playoffs. Yeah, I know. I, he definitely cared. I, I it know. definitely took a hit to his legacy. It did, but once once he wins the NBA Finals, like somewhat again, then like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I yeah. I would say Lakers winners, Clippers winners, Jazz. I know we want to get to them because yeah. that's just a super interesting team, I, I, and that's a team unlike the Lakers. I think is going to gel so crazy. No. So crazy. Well, low egos. No, yeah, I'm. A, I'm a huge fan of the Indiana Pacers, and seeing Bogdanovich run over to the Jazz, it was a little disappointing. But I'm happy for him because that is a good team for him. And I mean, I guess we can kind of kill two birds with one stone. I think the Grizzlies and the Jazz were both winners because the Grizzlies were able to let go of Mike Conley. I think they knew that he needed to go with his mm-hmm. not. His contract's really not that fat anymore if you think about NBA contracts. Now he's no. getting thirty million a year, which is like now worth it for him. Yeah, I agree. Um so he has so they pretty much traded him just because he's what, thirty years old in the prime of his career, he needs to go to a contending team. Oh yeah. And not waste his career in damn Memphis, which is terrible. Yeah. But like they truly terrible. Like they got John Morant, um, uh, Valachunas, Valachunas, I'm saying all these names wrong, but yeah, you know, the Grizzlies got, are able to rebuild now, and now the Jazz are like time to contend. No, like big time. Like you got Rudy Gobert, Joe Ingles, freaking Bogdanovich, Mike Conley, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Like that is, that is That's good. A, and That's then they, good. they, I think they picked up Ed Davis for the bench. I'm not sure who like all their bench players are, but to me, it doesn't really matter. The reason why is because their, their coach is great. Uh-huh. And like, yeah, um, Quinn Schneider is is, is that his name? That's yeah, his Quinn. Name. Yeah, like he's good. I think if you have Mike Conley on the floor with all the bench players, it's still going to run efficiently. Yeah. It seems more of like an efficient team than oh my gosh, if somebody sits, we need scoring power. I think they're going to have nice plays ran. You have Rudy Gobert in the paint, um, Bogdanovich, which is a. I think they kind of flipped him for Kyle Korver. Like Kyle Korver left, and then they got him for the next. That's a major ridiculous that's like, upgrade. They pretty much got Kyle Korver shooting, but for like a taller, a stronger, taller. younger player. Yeah. So I think that's that's a that's a crazy team. I think a lot of people are super like really underrating them. Yeah. Um, and you know, I was seeing some hate for them that saying that they didn't have that go-to guy in the playoffs when. When you're when the other team's defending your sets and plays, your plays aren't working. They don't have the go-to player to just give it to them. That's why they score. got rid of Rubio. No, but they. I think they do have that player. Like they. Well, like, now they the, have Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley, Conley, which we saw Mike Conley in the 2013, 2014 yeah, can, playoffs yeah, can, against the Spurs, where he went off. You can give it to Mike Conley and he will score. You can give it to Mike Conley, and the reason why we can't say like we can't have that much footage of Mike Conley scoring is because. Their team gets blown out every single day, but like True that. Mike Conley, he's a super clutch player. If you look back at whenever he was with you know Zach Randolph, whenever he had Tony mm-hmm. Allen and Marcus Mark All, um, 
whenever they were a really tough team to beat, Mike Mike Conley was getting giving buckets left and right, and I still think he can. He's just he was just not in the right system. But now, I could see the Jazz in the finals, and I'm not ashamed of saying that. No, I, I they're agree. smart smart defensive. They're not even that crazy with the the defensive talent on that team. It's just. Players that aren't going to make bad mistakes and players that do give an effort is no, on that yeah, team. There's a, you got effort plays from that team. Yeah, um, definitely. So next team, huge, huge like change in the NBA as of recent. The Houston Rockets, I have them as winners. They got rid of Chris Paul's contract. And I guess you could say OKC's winners because they got, what, eight draft picks for the next five years off of their Jamie Grant and Russell Westbrook trade. So I would say winners for both with – for both of them, what do you think? I I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to see how Houston plays out. I think they um they have some potential, and they also have uh uh like I'm kind of scared and excited at the same time. Like yeah. I don't know how it's gonna go. It might go bad. It might go good. We just have to wait and find out. I think I it would just be weird from right? the cynical side of me wanting to make fun of Russell Westbrook. I want them to do bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like. I think they'll do fine. Why? Because I think James Harden and Russell Westbrook have like a certain respect for each other that both both of them are loyal to their teams. And, and as they under they were both with Kevin Durant, and I think both of them just being friends with him kind of understand like what not to do because of what their old teammate did. Yeah, and they they still have Eric Gordon, Clint Capella, PJ and, Tucker, and PJ Tucker. Like they, they uh, re-signed Austin Rivers and Gerald Green. Yep. Nene, which is kind of eh. Nene like is Fareed, like just there for They got like Kenneth Fareed still. That yeah. team, that team's deep, and they got rid of a fat contract Chris Paul had, an aging contract. I mean, they got another fat contract in Westbrook, but if it but it's, pay, if it pays off, it'll be worth but it. But it's, what, four years younger? Yeah. Like, yeah. there's a lot more promise with that than, yeah. um, than Chris Paul. Plus Chris Paul, I just I was not a believer in him the like past two years. I know you're a Chris Paul fan, but I just don't I'm, like Chris Paul. I'm a major Chris Paul fan. Um, so yeah, Rockets winners. I could see them in the finals, and I think we can kind of say like there's so many teams that can make the NBA finals that won't be super surprising. And yeah. yes, let's talk about them now since we're talking about the whole change in the league. The Warriors they can still make the NBA finals. You still have Draymond. You have Kevon Looney. You have Willie Cauley Stein, Stephen Curry, D'Angelo Russell, which they said that they are not planning on trading. Um, as of right now, despite the rumors and Clay Thompson, yeah, which is not going to be playing this season, or he might come back. In I think February. I think he's supposed to come back in February. Yeah, I just think you need to give him time, though. I mean, he can still knock down a three pointer. Yeah, the so man is like, like he, he he's can still like run in, off screens. He's I think in, he's invincible. He was trying to come back and play with the torn ACL. I know it's I know it's that, but like so his style of play is still hard to come back from because. To run around screens every single minute, you need a lot of conditioning. I mean, he, he's de- he's definitely gonna have a minutes restriction. Like that, he, and like he's just gonna have to get his conditioning back. It's hard to run around all the time trying to come off mm-hmm. screens and all that stuff whenever and still play defense whenever you're just out for like eight months with an ACL tear. So yeah. the conditioning will need to get back, but I'm not worried about Clay. He's still worth that five year max extension. Oh, without a doubt. Um Warriors winners still. D'Angelo Russell, it would be fun to see, which I totally thought he was going to the Lakers. I agree. And I was told that he was going to go to the Lakers, but I think nobody would have believed him going to Golden State. No, I when that popped up on my phone, I about pooped my pants. And I know I did post that him going to the Lakers was almost a done deal, and the reason why I posted that is because it almost was. 
Like yeah, from what I everything, it's, everyone was talking about it as, as as if it was practically a done deal. And like, everyone because it because it, it was for a little bit. Like him, him going to the Suns, Timberwolves, and Lakers was literally almost a done deal. Like him, definitely like going to Minnesota was almost was definitely almost a done deal. I feel like because Connor Anthony Town started posting loading on his Instagram stories. I think he was getting hyped up off of what like you know DMs were also said from the teams and shit. Yeah, I think. I just think D'Angelo Russell didn't know what he wanted, and I I, I totally understand. Like, choose well, choose right for your future because you're young. And did he decide to go to Golden State? He decided, but it was like a sign and trade. I think with Kevin Durant. Like, I think it's in order for like money to be a hundred percent right, they just sign and trade. Maybe. So he he wanted to go to Golden State because that's what, like whenever he well, was. No, because Kevin Durant signed with the Nets well before that. I, I thought I saw something like it got postponed. So they used to sign and trade for both teams. I'm not sure, but it was D'Angelo Russell's decision to go there. Craziness. Um, which I thought was crazy. Um, He's n- back in Cali. Next team up? Indiana Pacers. Indiana Pacers. They got Brogdon, Jeremy Lamb. They still have Oladipo. Darren Collison retired. Uh, um, we still have DeMonte Sabonis. Still have yeah. Miles Turner. Miles Turner. Um I uh Dad Young's it, gone though. Dad Young is Dad gone. Young so let's talk about who they lost. Dad Young, Bogdanovich, Darren Collison. Yeah. Yeah. And that, Rubio was saying he was gonna go there and then he dipped and went to the Suns. Uh, yeah, I mean I'd rather have uh Brogdon, if I'm honest. Oh yeah, definitely. Like Brog- I'd rather have like shooting and like efficiency and young talent than and Brogdon, yeah, Brogdon, Rubio. Brogdon is young. He can improve significantly. I just think in today's NBA Rubio t- finds a way to clog every offense he's on. Yeah. Like, it's kind of just a thing. Like, no matter where he is, he will just find a way to make the offense somehow dysfunctional. Although he's a great passer. Playmaker. He's a passer. He but, can he can drive, kick it out to someone. Yeah. It's just he's not the guy that's going to knock down the shot for you. And this is crazy. Like, like, in today's NBA for him, it's just – I feel like he, he definitely needs a jump shot. But. Yeah. But uh, Jeremy Lamb, I'm excited about him. If if he can improve or stay at the same level, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Um, in Bogdan or not Bogdanovich, uh, Brogdon, if if he improves, that'd be just so exciting. I think yeah. he, if he can, his defense is already great, but if he can get a little bit more offensive punch, and he is kind of just coming off an of injury, like he came back to the playoffs coming off an of injury, so mm-hmm. it's not like we can really judge off of like last season because it's kind of a small sample size with him, but. Hey, Victor Oladipo. I and Victor Oladipo. Fingers crossed that dude comes back balling. I know. I'm I'm scared about his return for some reason. I I am too. I really am too. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just feel like I haven't heard from him. You know, like you don't you don't, you don't hear him he, in interviews. You don't see he, him working he, out. You know, he has a actually started a YouTube channel. He has, and I've been watching some of his videos and their videos about his recovery and he's been working out and stuff like that. As long as I get to see that a player's determined to come back, like as long as their mindset's right, then I'm like, all right, cool. Like whenever I saw Kristaps, and no, I'm not one of these people. Like I don't see Carmelo Anthony shooting basketballs at lifetime. Or wherever he is, thinking that oh wow he's still good. Like, I don't I don't get fooled by gym videos because every NBA player can knock down twenty threes, just because yeah. that's what they do for a living. Yeah, but that's true. Whenever it comes to like Kristaps, whenever I saw him in the weight room, it's like you can see it in their eyes. Like okay, like they they do want to come back. It's not like he's just sitting in his mansion at home. Like no, yeah, that, yeah. you know. So um, that that brings it up. Do you think Carmelo's gonna sign with a team? No. 
Is it, if she doesn't sign I think, with the team, I think he's Chauncey Billups said it the best. Did you see that thing that Chauncey said? No. He said it was he was on an interview. I don't know if it was with Fox, with who it was, but Chauncey Billups, which he did play with him in Denver. Mm-hmm. He goes, um, the reason why Carmelo's not in the league, and he was like, the reason, and I told Carmelo this too, that Melo cares way too much about getting 30. He was like, uh, he goes, I remember in Denver whenever we would have, we, whenever he would, whenever we would win and he would have 20 or 22, he would be sad about it. But whenever they lost and he had 30, he was knuckling everybody in the locker room and be like, oh, it's fine, guys, let's go. Which, and uh, he goes, and he goes, Carmel Anthony's still in that mode. So that's, that's why I don't see Carmel ever coming back. Cause by the time he might not be in that mode, he's going to be 42. D- that's so disappointing. Carmelo could do. There's so many teams that would just sign Carmelo. If you have the right mindset. No, not even that. Like they're like doo doo teams, like like straight doo doo teams, like Cavaliers. Why not just throw him a little contract, just so you get some ticket sales Another out of him? That's what you can do. Yeah, like why isn't he back in Atlanta? Or, or like he could sign like a veteran veteran minimum to a, a playoff team. You know. A, that's what they tried to do with the Rockets, and for some reason they had to kick him off. Yeah, I don't. I, I they. I know I think why. He was a scapegoat. I think he was a scapegoat because remember they were the Rockets were doing terrible. In the they were already dysfunctional, so I guess it's easy to blame it on Carmelo. Yeah, they were terrible in the beginning of the season, and I think he was just a scapegoat. And they. I think him out. I think Daryl Morey signed him too because it was like shoot, like I got rid of like Luke Mbamute, Trevor Ariza, like. I got rid of all these good role, like Ryan Anderson. Like he got rid of all these really good role players, and then was like, "All right, I'm just gonna sign yeah. Melo. Whenever it sucks, yeah, you know, good. cut him off. Right, whenever you know James Harden starts finding. It. I don't know if it's 100 percent that. That's kind of like rumors and whatever. Oh, with what? What rumor? Just Carmelo being a scapegoat. I, I think I think he was a scapegoat. I think uh, after not resigning Trevor Ariza and the other guy who whose name I cannot pronounce. Um, Maybe they're like, oh, crap, we got to do something. We look like fools right now. And so I they – I think I was I was a hater of Carmelo's whenever Derek joined the Knicks because I saw that Carmelo Anthony did not – was not able to lead a team. Whenever I saw – literally, if you look up probably New York Knicks wins, if Melo randomly had six assists or more, they won, which is crazy. Not really. But, like, I always say this thing, what makes a – what makes a – NBA team bad. Low shooting percentage, bad defense, um, no ball movement. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that describe Carmelo? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, how does he help a team at all? He stops all ball movement. He's a defensive liability. This this is how how he helps a team right now. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Comes off the bench. When you're starting lineup, your main guys are tired. Scores three or six points and then hops back up on the bench. But it's like he does that such a low percentage too. He shot forty percent whenever he was on Oklahoma. Forty percent from the field. Yeah, that is that is doo doo. He's a mid range shooter. You're shooting forty percent from fifteen footers, and you're a scorer. No, no, like literally, what I'm saying is just put him on the three point line. You're out here for four minutes, Carmelo Anthony. But try and, but try he's and not three. okay with that though. Well, you that's know, thing. Carmelo Anthony, I'm sorry. <laughs> then but, don't be in the NBA. That's but, exactly why he's out of the but NBA. But that, that's really your only option at this point. People don't look at you as a... We've been saying that's his only option since way... Since since you started on OKC, 
That's when everybody was like, oh, Olympic Mellow with Paul George and Russell Westbrook. Guess what happened? Not that. Not that. How much did he average there? Like 16 points per game. And Duty I hate whenever everybody was like, guess what? Mellow's going to be Olympic Mellow. I was like, this isn't a video game. He's going to be Mellow in the Knicks, yeah. but on the OKC Thunder. Yeah. Well, come on. Like, Olympic. this is it's Olympic not like he's going to Mellow change. my ass. <laughs> 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 like, points per game. Like... An Olympic mellow, like why do we take all this pride in Olympic mellow? Yeah, like he puts up what thirty four against some okay, name we can't okay. pronounce that's six inches shorter than him and way less athletic and white. You know, uh, 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 Olympic mellow was a fluke. Okay, that role playing mellow that was like. Cool I mean, if you're a scorer, nice if you're a good no. scorer in the NBA, you're going to be a phenomenal scorer in the in the Olympics. It's just because of the competition. Like, it's who's just, really guarding you? It's just not fair. The NBA's OP. Yeah, you know, I mean, we we've pretty much blown through every single team. Oh, you Portland have, we haven't no, talked about. No, Toronto no, we haven't. And you have Spurs on the losers. Spurs are an underrated team. I'm saying it right now. Spurs They're, are winning the championship. I just feel like with Greg Popovich, all uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, and um, Demar, Demar, Demar DeRozan, here, Demar Hayden. How do you not try to attract a free agent like Kemba? That would be Spurs? no. Don't, I don't even that's say that. Fit. That's like that that's a like, bad fit. No, I'm sorry, that, guys. That's, that sounds like big like, three. Okay, Malcolm Brogdon. You didn't try getting. That Malcolm would be Brogdon? a good ass. That would be a. I could see him fitting with the Spurs. Perfect. Defensive, that would have Perfectly. been great. But too bad how the Pacers got him. Go <laughs> Pacers! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I'm pretty sure the Spurs don't have the money for anyone else. I don't know. I just. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the Spurs' great days are. Definitely coming to an end. They're like everybody's gonna everybody's acting like for some reason the Spurs are gonna be in the playoffs for the next fifty years. But it's it's de- with the with the West being even more spread out now, they the they, Spurs are barely gonna make it. They might be rebuilding soon. Definitely. DeMar DeRozan, he's growing old, he has a fat contract. Lamarcus Aldridge is what, like thirty three? He's that's old. all. That's no, the, all the hope you have. He's, he's already old. I think he might be like close to thirty-five. I, I think he is. Ooh, question. You think Jarrus Smith's coming back? I don't think so. I think his legacy is is doomed. I, I think his reputation. Game the game one is what killed him. Well, not only that, he's the reputation of being partier, cl- clumsy, and smoking weed, and, and his yeah, work ethic and Hennessy. His work ethic just like. Doesn't seem like it's good, and you know yeah. I, I've never worked out with a guy. I've never seen him work out, and the feeling I get is it's just not there. And I'm going to shout you out, Chris Brickley. Although I kind of disagree with everything you do on Instagram. Sorry, shoot. I'm I don't. Sure I don't know who that is. He's the one that's always in the gym with Carmel Anthony, J.R. Smith. Like that's where all the videos come from. Is him training them. You are training Carmel Anthony and J.R. Smith. You're not fooling anyone. Like. <laughs> Like, like J.R. Smith, okay, cool. He knocked down 25 straight three-pointers on a college three-point line. Even NBA corner three. He's a, He plays basketball for a living. Obviously, he's going to make yeah. that many in a row. Like, uh, I need yeah. to see him do that on LeBron. Like, No, yeah, no. That it, You're right, because that's just working out. I all, That's just working out. Any The bench players, players that we don't Players that we don't know of. And I know you guys are saying, like, I, I promise to God, I saw Joakim Noah knock down threes like nothing whenever I saw him warm up. Yeah, I I, I believe it. They obviously Jr. is going to knock down every three he takes in the in a 
in a gym with cell, when when two people are in the gym, one with a cell phone. Right. You, you know I'm knocked down from mid range. If I if if I warm warm up and you pass yeah, me the can, ball rebound for me, we can convince somebody we're yeah. like a NBA G League player. Yeah, like, <laughs> just like, based off of making a lot yeah, of shots like, in a I'm, row. But I'm six foot five and just drench yourself in like water, athletic. so it looks yeah. like you're sweating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I'll, I, yeah, you put some cones up and we can recruit those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, man, I, yeah. So Portland, I think, is the last team which. And Toronto, Toronto losers because they did not get Kawhi. Like, how do you not have a? How do you not have a sales pitch in order to keep? Which I know Lou Williams. No, they they definitely had a sales pitch. It's just Kawhi. It's just Kawhi didn't want it. Which I understand because Lou Williams was on a podcast I think with Gilbert Arenas, and he was talking about how, like the small, like how NBA players are human. At the end of the day, people like there's so many small things about living in Canada, to where like your bank account's Canadian, and then you go back to the U.S. and then. Like, you at a point feel like if you have a home game stretch of, like, say, four home games, you almost feel like you're playing overseas. You, so, He was like, we, Louis said that whenever he was on the Raptors, that they could not wait to go back and even play Utah just to make it back to the U.S. Like, whenever you're a human and you live in a different country, no matter if you're making 25 mil a year, those little things are going to make you want to go back to the U.S., you know? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Winners suck. And, you know, when. When when you're at that level, I guess you get to you get to pick. You don't give a crap about. Money. I mean, it's a superstar driven league. Like, no, what, like what I'm saying is like, when you're that good and you're not fighting for a paycheck, like you're not like, Toronto's the only team that will give me two million dollars. Oh yeah. Like you know, like Kawhi can sign with any team and get however much and money get he wants. Forty. He so, can get the super max on so any why, team. He so wants. why not go? Especially now, he's like. In in what I would say right now is, Kawhi has a better shot of. Of winning another championship right now with the Lakers or with the Clippers, uh, better chance with the Clippers than if he would have resigned with uh, Toronto. That yeah, I think Raptors. so too. And I think this is my hot take. After I say that Portland is really good, because I just felt like saying that since they have Hassan Whiteside now. Which whatever. Um. All right. I got. I got rid of Portland. Portland winner. Sure, whatever. I mean, like, it's I Hassan. All right, but so Portland's not going to get that much better. My hot take, I don't know if you have a hot take, but my hot take is if Kawhi keeps up this level of play for the next three years and gets an MVP and a championship, he's top five all time. Oh, I I think he I think he will be top five. There's no thing. If he wins an MVP, say if he's a three-time – he's already a two-time champion. Like, he'll be, a say, a three-times finals MVP, two-times defensive player of the year – three-time champion say one-time mvp and not only that he he won he won a championship with san antonio he's done everything on his own terms yeah yeah. he won a championship in toronto and he led that team in toronto Mm -hmm. the dude has already won two championships on two different teams he could he could have bandwagon he he was on toronto for one year imagine trading for a guy he comes gives you a championship and then leaves like that's just legendary that is just legendary you could almost say that Kawhi's already a better all-time player than Kevin Durant for the fact that we've already seen that Kawhi can win a championship and earn it. Yeah. They, we've never seen Kevin Durant win a championship and 100% earn it. Like, Kawhi definitely earned this one with the Raptors because he was carrying that team. Him but, with the Spurs Finals MVP. You know, but the thing is, the situation's also different, too. Yeah. Like, you know... That what what Kawhi was going up against was different than what uh, Kevin Durant was going up against. I guess, but like, 
Kevin know, Durant has so many opportunities with Westbrook and co- like Ibaka. N- not gonna lie, Ka- what Kawhi did in Toronto was still incredibly impressive and legendary. Yeah, but, but they did not have Clay and KD. But he they they got lucky. They did get lucky. But think, isn't it like balance then? Like if you have Demarcus Cousins, Draymond, and Steph, like that's still pretty damn good. Model. No, no, no. It, they, <laughs> yeah, they, was, they st- it was still impressive beating them without a doubt. Yeah. Like, but people it, were acting like Steph was by himself whenever KD and Clay were out for that one game where he had like forty seven and lost. Mm-hmm. He was not by himself. That was still three all stars on the court, like three potential all stars on the court. Yeah, people were forgetting about Draymond. Draymond played great, in the and playoffs. people were still forgetting about Demarcus that could put up fifteen and ten. Yeah, like on on ease. Yeah, I agree. So I think that wraps up this podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure we've covered all the teams worth noting. Like. We could have gone, I guess, more in depth with some. I don't think so. Like you got the main idea. I don't think we've said anything that much that like nobody else has heard, hasn't heard. No, oh, yeah. I so agree. I think I think we can wrap it up here. Um, thanks for coming on. Obviously, I'm going to have you on more. Try to get another microphone for you. Yeah, yeah. But it gives me the crappy microphone. Yeah, hey, I gotta gotta you know do what I gotta do. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, progress, baby steps. I, I'm out. Um, oh. I'll see you guys in the next Wait. episode. What's up? If you guys want to see a video of me dunking on Brett, comment it on the next uh, next post. DM me. D- or DM him. <laughs> DM him. DM him. All right. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace.